How we doing, people? Carson, what a great fantasy weekend for yourself. Jose, GG, my bad. Not all of us, you know. Stefan Diggs can't save your whole team, but Amon Ross, St. Brown, and damn near every single top wide receiver outside of Stefan Diggs can win your team uh, some big matchup. <laughs> Shout out, Troll. Coast Coast Podcast. Now, wait, can we just give the audience a rundown on my team real quick? Because it was. Oh, you have it pulled up? Do you have it pulled uh, up? Who was on your bench? Yeah. Though? I Garrett I got Wilson. it pulled up. So, yeah, first of all, we got Garrett Wilson Jr. on the bench who 14 breakout. targets went berserk. Yeah, breakout. I got Mahomes as the quarterback, right? Nick Chubb, RB1 right now, RB1. We had we had Henderson, he had 10 points, and then we had James Robinson who is like RB6 right now. He had 15 points, and then we had Jettas Waddle and Amon Ra, <laughs> wide receiver like three, four, and five, and then Mark Andrews at tight end. What a week! And it's only downhill from here. That's the best week I'm ever gonna have, and it's only downhill. But I'm just gonna bask in it this week. Two hundred and two points, right? Is that what it was? Two hundred. We got to two hundred. That's yeah, crazy. Two hundred and two points. That's crazy, y'all. But uh, we're going to dive into some stuff. Last week, we kind of went through each game individually. But today, we're doing a little bit of a power ranking because you can't really power rank after the first week. Like, week one don't count in my books. Like, because you got to see what happens in week two. Because, like, if you base it off week one, like, what, you put in the Bears top ten? I'm like, come on. So, yeah, we're going to go through kind of starting at the AFC and moving down and kind of picking out teams. Uh, that are definitely in that top 10 range, and then we'll kind of sort them out from there. Uh, first and foremost, AFC East. I think we're not going to debate at all that the Dolphins and the Bills are the two sole teams in that division that are top 10, regard, regardless of that they could they have an argument for one. Each of them does, and honestly, at this point. But um, crazy stuff there. Moving on to the AFC North. We got the Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. Honestly, I don't think either of these teams uh, deserve a top 10 spot. What do we think about this? Um, I think the Browns with two minutes left, I would have said, like, hey, like, you know, they look pretty good. Like, but, you know, besides Brissett, like, they have a really great overall roster. And, you know, it looked like they were handling the Jets, you know, took care of business against Carolina. I'm like, okay, you know, I can see the Browns as like, you know, back end top 10, you know, maybe like 10 to 15 range, but then all hell broke loose and they blew a game of the Jets. And now I just can't take you seriously after that. Jose, about you? Yeah. Based on Lamar alone, the Ravens have an argument for like a top 10 to 12, you know, team, especially on offense, but their defense was non-existent against Miami, which is tough. Yeah, and a team that's prided on their secondary strength with Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Peters, and Marlon Humphrey. They got absolutely toasted. Uh, shout out Marcus Toasted. I think he, he got two picks that game, uh, So the two picks of the hey, game. Can we talk about the Bengals real quick? What do we think is going on with the Bengals? Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl jitters, man. That's what I'm thinking. It's crazy because the offensive line improved. But something ain't clicking. It doesn't out. seem like it. Yeah, they, yeah, they improved on paper, bad. but it just seems like the same old, same old. It, it's this is what I'm it. thinking. I think Zach Taylor's finally getting exposed. I don't think he was a good coach to begin with. Wow. I, I agree with that take. I think and it's always going to be the scapegoats to get the coach because I don't think he's gotten an extension yet. Has he? 
I don't think so either. No, I, I don't remember hearing it. Let's see. Uh, oh, no, he has one through 2020 through 2026. Never mind. Oh, but uh, mm. they ain't going to stop them from firing him. So, yeah. That's how it works in this sport. But, um, yeah, just a down, down start for the season. And this team's got weapons galore. So, uh, and I love Hayden Hurst's addition. Uh, really underrated tight end. Uh, should make an impact for them. Uh, AFC South, no team at all. It's the Colts should be on this list, but they can't win to save their lives right now or do much at all. They can't score. And they can't defend at all. So the two of the top team, the, the, the standings have flipped in that division, which is yeah. uh, interesting. That's actually insane. Mm-hmm. Jaguars looking like they could be a problem with Christian Kirk out there. Uh, and their running back room as well with how James Robinson's like coming off the injury. And then AFC West, I think we have two surefire teams that are top 10. The Chargers only with a loss because they played the Chiefs, but we know how dominant that team is. Do we think the Broncos, would you rather have the Broncos or the Ravens in this situation? Mm. They're kind of, you know, they're kind of, Clear opposites. One is like a defensive, you know, powerhouse, and one is just all offense right now. So mm-hmm. it's really just pick your poison. Do you want the defensive team or do you want, you know, that offense? I um I think I take the Ravens just because I look at it as just I'd rather have Lamar right now than Russ. I don't really think Russ has shown. I think Russ is you know really kind of sh- proving and showing that he's the last couple years wasn't really like a, you know, overstate his welcome in Seattle kind of thing and the coaching thing. I was more of like, you know, he might just be getting older. Like, you know, he's not moving as much. That's where usually he's at his best. And he's just not really playing like the rust that we're used to. I think he's definitely seeing a little bit of a fall off. But who knows? He could prove me wrong. But so far, it doesn't really seem like Russ is like, you know, like locked in like we all thought he might be, you know, getting into a new situation. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, this Broncos team was supposed to be a high-powered offense. Nathaniel Hackett has looked very poor to start his coaching career. Yeah, that's another thing. I, I Harbaugh's way better than Hackett. Hackett is, like, seems really bad right now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, look at it. The Broncos have scored less points than the New York Jets, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, those are two – I mean – Two pretty dysfunctional offenses, which, I mean, the Jets have a decent amount of weapons around them in the wide receiver position, but still. So, yeah. I guess coming out of the AFC, we have four surefire teams that are in the top ten. Two teams that we'll see how the NFC looks. Moving on to the East, I mean, Jose, I, we can't put the Cowboys on here until they have Dak Prescott back, unfortunately. But they, do the Giants deserve any respect, or do we have to see them win a real big game before – uh, we can put them in any situation. I'll ask Jose first. I want to know what his opinion is on the Giants. Honestly, I respect the Giants, but I don't think they're top 10. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely a lot more respectable than they've been in past years. Like, they've been balling out, especially Saquon, though. Shout out to Saquon. Mm-hmm. He did have uh, a less desirable second week, but first week was absolutely insane. I think he leads the league in rushing at the moment, though. Uh, so, yeah, we'll play the Eagles, Walkway, and Carson. I mean, are you still on the same path as Jose when it comes to the Giants? Only a four, uh, plus four point differential. 
Uh, so winning these close games to start the season. Yeah, I mean, to me, the, this division definitely is a lot friskier than I would have imagined coming in. I mean, you know, like even like the commanders, like it's Carson Wentz and the commanders, but they have a, a really like a really, really solid, um, you know, group of skill guys that we've talked about like multiple times in our group chat. Like, like we really like the weapons on the commanders, like their three receivers, you know, Gibson's actually been playing pretty well. Um, and then the Giants. Um, yeah, I mean, I need to see them get a real win, but also I think Brian Dables. Uh, really just showed like he's been, uh, you know, him and well, I guess not really O'Connell anymore because you know they got beat by Eagles. But Dable, fantastic hiring so far, and yeah, I want to see them get a real win. But they're definitely very, very frisky considering you know they got Saquon healthy again, and their defense is legit. But hey, the Eagle, we gotta talk about the Eagles real quick, man. That was a big statement win against like a team that I think everybody really likes in the Vikings, and they just handed it to him bro it, i mean slay like you know looking like he's the best corner in the league uh you know he is, it was, oh he's one of the most underappreciated players of the last decade like yeah. it's actually insane he, he was such a dominant player out there yeah. in detroit headed over into a trade to the eagles people were thinking man like is he really going to be worth that like he's kind of falling out of his prime and he's just got a rejuvenation since he's going to philadelphia and he just seems to be up to the top level when he goes up against any kind of top talent. I would trust him against any player. I think he'd shut down Cooper Cup, honestly. Freakingly enough. I, I mean, bro, the way that he was able to limit Jefferson, I mean, we're talking about Justin Jefferson. I mean, like, that was very, very impressive. I mean, a little bit of that is, like, just on, like, Kirk, you know, Cousins looking a little bad, but, like, still, nonetheless, tons of props. I mean, handling Jettas, who I think, you know, we all agree could like easily go for like 2,000 yards this year and we wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, no, most definitely. Yeah, they looked really good. Hurts, Hurts, dude, Hurts was looking like, like dare I say a little, a little can-like, like a little, a little can-ish. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you don't want to see MVP. Very, camp. very low-key. Mm-hmm. Now, Jose, what are your thoughts on these Eagles teams? I mean, you know, NFC East, cont- I mean, uh, competition, uh, they seem to have it out at every position. Uh, yeah. Miles Sanders has been having a great start to the season. Uh, Kenny Gainwell is a great complimentary back. Um, Devontae Smith, I don't think, has really found his own yet, but Quez Watkins has been fantastic alongside Brown. I mean, what, what's yeah. how has, has they lived up or have they gone above your expectations going into this season? Because I know we were all really high on them. Yeah, I think they've about lived up. I think they've about lived up to the expectations. I think we expected them to kind of come out and, you know, make these type of statement wins. But as a Cowboys fan, it's it's so tough for me to try to, you know, support the Eagles because I love so many players on this team. But I can't be out here like, you know, fly, Eagles, fly. But, I mean, Jalen Hurts is my QB. So I'll root for Jalen Hurts as long as he's on my team. And – Man, this it, I'm not gonna lie, this Eagles team is super fun to watch. Like the connection between him and AJ and like that run game is so dynamic. They're they're just super fun to watch. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, if you guys can just pull up their schedule, they do not have a lot of losable games on that. Like their toughest opponent might be the Packers, and they're at home for that game. Jeez. Yeah, bro, it's the Commanders, Jags, Cardinals, Cowboys, Steelers, Texans, Commanders again, and the Colts, who I think the Colts might be pretty sorry this year. 
And then the Packers, bro. 13 and four. If they don't go that disappointment. For sure. Yeah. I mean, those divisional games are always going to be, you know, kind of 50 50, especially once that comes back. We might be able to steal that game at home. Yeah. Christmas Eve. But. Yeah, this this schedule is very very winnable. They'll be favored in every game the rest of the year if they keep playing like how they have been. Pretty much, yeah. Be surprised if they're underdogs in any game, which is just crazy. And they're they're built for the future as well. So at the moment, we've got five teams uh, currently solidified into our top ten as we move into the NFC North. Um, Honestly, the Lions are top ten in my opinion after what we've seen from this weekend. And the way they held themselves with the Eagles in week one, I think the Detroit's – I'm drinking the Kool-Aid with them. I think they're a top-10 team. Carson, I know you're high on them. We're talking in the group chat about that. What do you think about Detroit? Well, I'm not sure about the top-10 just yet, just because it is so early. And But, I mean, when you really look around at it, it's like, you know, there's a lot of things to like about the Lions. I mean, they have a great – defensive line i mean hutchinson you know showing why you know three sacks great second pick yeah three sacks in the first half uh their o-line's great uh you know swift and williams you know one of the best you know rb tandems uh, committees in the league and then i'm on raw man i mean like this guy isn't just like a a nice like fantasy story at the end of last year like this guy is serious bro like this guy is like seriously like you know a top well, in fantasy, he's like a top 10, 15 receiver. But, you know, I don't know where we're going to go in terms of, like, actual receiver or whatnot. But nonetheless, he's a fucking beast. And, like, you know, their skill guys are legit. And, you know, they haven't even got Hawkinson going yet. I know he's mainly, you know, really good at blocking. But, I mean, he's I mean, he's shown that he can be a nice weapon, too, even though he hasn't really started for him this year. Yeah, I really like the Lions. Um, let me just look at their schedule real quick, see what they got going on. Vikings yeah. next week, that's going to be a good test. But then they have the Seahawks, Patriots, Cowboys. Those are three winnable games. And then, you know, we'll see Dolphins, Packers. That'll be a good test. But I'm keeping my eye on the Lions, man. And they got a lot of heart. I mean, they showed it. You know, they really go to war for for Dan Campbell. Um, you know, we'll see it, man. I'm not ready to give them the top ten just yet. But, I, like, they're going to be on the – like, the committee's going to have to discuss their, their place in the top ten because they are really, really frisky. And you know who we need to give – all the praise to a guy who's been scrutinized his entire career. Jared Goff has had a great start this season. 471 yards, six touchdowns, just one interception, uh, 13th in QBR. Um, he was absolutely ripped into in his rookie season. I mean, no one could have been dealt with better, a worse hand than having Jeff Fisher as your head coach. But <laughs> turned it around, Sean McVay, and kind of just – People like, oh, like you just got Jared Goff and like a first round pick for Stafford. Like, what? And I feel like Goff is gonna be that perfect transition guy. I heard them talk, someone I forgot who it was, but he's playing the Alex Smith role right now. If they find their Mahomes in the draft this year, keep him on the bench for a season, and Jared Goff can bring you to a playoff berth. I, I wouldn't it, with this team the defense and the secondary developing and the the linebacking core that just needs some more work. I wouldn't be surprised to see this team uh, pull off a wild card in the next two years. At least one of these seasons uh, wouldn't be surprised with Jared Goff behind the, the helm. Uh, then yeah, therefore, Goff, man. yeah, looking at the North, what team do you think, do you think a team has to be top 10 in this division? Um, 
have we seen? Because the Vikings were kind of surefire at, at one point for me, but that beatdown just looked bad. And the Packers only have a win against the Bears this season. I mean, yeah. every single team in that division is one and one. But Jose, I'll ask you, who's the top dog in that division? Might as of right now, I might give it to the Packers just because their defense is still elite. And I mean, their offense—it it, kind of got going against the Bears. I mean, it is the Bears, but like they made it work. You know, they played their—they played their game. They ran the ball a lot, and they—you know—they they threw it to Sammy Watkins and Aaron Jones. But I, I think the Packers, like, they'll be fine as long as they've got Aaron Rodgers. They'll be in the mix of that like top ten team. Definitely not bowl contender, but top ten. It's just. I know they say Rodgers can make do, but, like, it's a horrendous receiving core. I mean, Sammy Watkins isn't going to play 17 games. There's no way. I mean, he's going to play seven. Like, yeah, sure, he had 93 yards off three catches, but I don't know. I I can't really accept this team until I see someone really show out as a true wide receiver. And it's got to be Christian Watson or Romelo Dubs. Um, Romeo Dubs, uh, excuse Dobbs, excuse me, but – I don't know. It's just a bad situation right there because if they had Devontae Adams, they'd be top six right now in my power rankings. But Carson, uh, do you have the Packers as your number one team in that division? No, I think I'd still I'd still probably put the Vikings and or the Lions above them just because I know you have Rodgers. The run game is pretty solid. Defense is pretty good. But yeah, I mean, that like just the fact that they, you know, they don't really trust, you know, Rodgers doesn't really trust anyone. I mean, you're, they're going to have to throw the ball. You can't just rely on Jones um, and Dylan. I think that's a, a, a huge, huge, huge hole for them. And I think the Packers will be better once Rodgers figures out that chemistry more towards like the second half. But I think as of, I don't know, I think as of right now, I, I don't think you can put them um, as a top team just yet. I mean, I, I'm just riding the lines. I mean, more than double the amount of points the Vikings have scored this season, 71 with the Packers, 34, the closest, second closest in their division. Um, We'll move on to South. I mean, Tampa's got to be in that top group, but the injuries are really coming at them hard right now. Uh, Mike Evans is going to be out with suspension because him and Lattimore just love getting at it with each other. Um, And I think Chris Godwin could be out again this week, but uh, yeah. Cole Beasley, Cowboys legend, Bills legend, is going to be out there. The token white rider. Yeah. Yeah. Signed. No way. That's a perfect Mm -hmm. Brady guy. That's such a Brady guy. So, yeah. I know. know. So, I think right now we can can write off two teams, uh, the Eagles and the Bucks, um, as top 10 teams. Do we think that Saints deserve some credit here? with how their uh, their teams look so far? Or um, was that just a bad, bad way to end the game against Tampa Bay to keep them from this top 10? Um, I, no, I think they're out. I think they barely squeaked by against Atlanta. Um, who, I mean, Atlanta showed this week they're actually a little bit friskier than we might have thought. They're not completely garbage. Um, but barely squeaked by against Atlanta. And, yeah, I mean, Jameis looked terrible. And, you know, Jameis, we're not, you know, he has all that stuff with his back. You know, he's barely healthy. They can't really get their run game going at all. Um, so I I can't put them in the in the top ten just yet, even though their their defense is you know pretty pretty solid. But yeah. Jose, you on that same same boat? 
Yeah, I think as long as Jameis continues to turn the ball over, you know, at this type of rate, they're not going to be any sort of right. for anything. We got to talk about the NFC uh, Midwest, the Midwest, because this division <laughs> is not, not looking good to start the season. I got to ask Jose, which of the has any of these teams impressed you at all or like giving you any kind of hope? Because we lose Lance for the season. Sure, he didn't look great to start the year, but he was a game and a half in. You know, you can't really make an assumption off that. Now you go back to Garoppolo, which you know is a trusted, um, you know, leader out there. But I don't know. And then the Rams, he almost lost the Falcons. Seattle yeah. won a game against the Broncos, and then now just got beat by the Niners. And then the Cardinals, for some godforsaken reason, won that Raiders game, which was just a – Scrap. Kyler Murray won that game for them. Mm-hmm. They should be thanking Kyler. And Marquise Brown almost scored the greatest touchdown of all time. But uh, no, Jose, yeah. uh, just going back to the question yeah. though, any of these teams give you a rise at all? Yeah. The okay. Right now, the way I see it, Stafford is not healthy. They're not. You know, they obviously are not going to be as productive without him. You know, full, his arm being fully healthy. They also almost blew the game against the Falcons. The Cardinals, obviously, Kyler won them the game. Seahawks are the Seahawks. So right now, I think the Niners are the best team in this division. Like, even with Trey Lance out, like, Jimmy has won a lot of games with this team. And, I mean, he showed it that, like, he's ready to come in and just ball. Like, and I think you guys can genuinely make a playoff push with Jimmy. Like, that's the whole reason you kept him, right, was for this reason. If, you know, Lance does go down at some point, Jimmy can step in and, you know, lead, lead the pack. So I like the Niners out of this division a lot. And we don't even have Kittle back yet. Uh, Debo's still been productive in the run game. Uh, he's got 105 yards start the season. Um, and Ayuk's doing the receiving work for us. Um, Bosa, how has he started this season? Three sacks. That's great. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, two I mean, against Seattle. It's hard to be way too biased in this situation. But, no, yeah, I mean, the Rams – need to see the full health out of um, Stafford before we can really give him any uh, respect. So, but the question brings then Carson, are the Niners a top 10 team at the moment? Cause we shut down a lot of teams today. It, it seems like there's more of a solidified top seven kind of more than there is a top 10. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, like, to me, there's, yeah, like, only, like, six or seven guaranteed teams, and then there's just, like, a big group of teams that, like, you you just kind of pick nits and, like, you know, you can just have a dialogue about all of them, and then there's a lot of teams that could qualify for, like, that seven to ten range, but I think with the Niners, like, now, you know, Trey Lance, you know, that was terrible what happened, but I think now that He's out. Jimmy's in. There's closure now with the Niners. There's no uncertainty now with Trey Lance, how, how they're going to look. We know exactly how they're going to look now with Jimmy G. Um, and I think that I think that means a lot. And I think this could be a really big sliding doors moment for the Niners because I think that was something that was just constantly looming over our team, not even just like our production. It was just like, oh, you know, we have Trey. We know he's our, our guy, but like we still have Jimmy G in the background. Now, like we we know who we are, you know that fit, you know we know who we are that famous meme, and I think I think we could put them. I think you know we could put them in like the nine or ten spot. Um, you know who? What's their schedule come? Uh, like, 
Broncos, Rams, Panthers, Falcons. Okay, winnable games. Um, I think we can. I think now that we have our identity back, um, you know, we're getting Kittle back, like you said. I, I think he could put us in, um, you know, the back end of the top 10. However, you know, we still haven't really proven much. And, you know, I say all that, but, I mean, we beat a bad Seattle team, and that first game was a fluke. So, but on paper and considering how we played last year, I, I think they should definitely be considered. All right. So before we head into looking towards next week, I think uh, we had our solidified six teams from when I counted that we really thought were top 10 worthy. That's Tampa Bay, the Eagles, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Bills and the Dolphins. Who's the clear top dog there? I had my own personal answer. I feel like we're all going to be in the same boat on this one, but. Uh, Jose, who do you think's top? It's got to be the Bills. It's got to be the Bills. Carson? Yeah, it's the Bills. I mean, they absolutely manhandled the Super Bowl champs in their own arena, um, and they gave it to – well, I mean, the Titans, I don't think we really think that the Titans were that good, but, I mean, they just look on point. Every aspect of their team looks crisp and absolutely on point, and I'm so excited to see, uh, you know, their game against Miami next week. Um, cause if they come in, you know, with what Miami did last week and if the bills come <laughs> in and give it to the dolphins, I mean, watch out, like we can be talking about like a, a crazy generational team. Like, you know, the bills look serious. They look real serious. It's crazy to think, cause I'm in the same boat as well. Tredavious white hasn't played a snap for this team and he's a top five corner when he's healthy. That is, that's crazy. And Gabe Davis missed last game because Freaking Stephon yep. Diggs putting up Madden numbers out there. Um, yeah, holy crap. So I really thought I really thought I was gonna lose just based on his performance. That's crazy, but Dawson Knox couldn't feel the deal. So if we have the Bills at number one, are the Chiefs our number two team? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's clear. I think you have to put them there just because they beat the Chargers like they deserve it. And they um, beat the Cardinals, who are solid. I mean, ish. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's got to be the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs so, are two. And then that brings in the question, who's number three? Eagles. Eagles. I got to go with the Chargers. I put the Chargers mm. over. I put the Chargers They beat over the Eagles. Raiders. That was their only win. Yeah, they beat the Raiders, and they had, you know, they played the Chiefs tough. Um, I just – I really like their defense. I really like their defense, and I would just – I would take Herbert over Hertz. So, okay. So I'll go with the Eagles. So right now we got the same top two. Carson's got Chargers. Jose's got the Eagles, and so do I. Uh, number four. Then I'll just go to Carson. Who's your number four team? Are you going Eagles then at this point, or are you yeah. going Dolphins? Okay. Jose. No, no, I think I like their I like their completeness a little bit more than uh, than the Dolphins. Jose, who's your number four team then? It's hard for me to pick the Bucks just because of the injuries, but I mean they've played well up until this point. They're still two and zero. They've only allowed thirteen points. I might have to pick the Bucks. All right, you going Bucks? Uh, I'm taking the Chargers here. I think um, they're just one of the greatest teams on paper this season uh, in terms of just pure talent. Uh, moves on to number five then. Uh, Jose, I'll just circle back to you. Um, yeah, that's where I'll keep the Chargers at. Mm-hmm. And then Dolphins at six. Yeah. Carson, how about yourself? 
Who's that? Five system? Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Eagles. It's really tough because the Dolphins are so much flashier than the Bucks. But at the end of the day, I would much rather have Brady. And their defense is super, super elite. And, you know, they have Fournette. They can run the ball. Um, I'd probably still – I think the Dolphins have been more impressive. But I think I'd still take the Bucks over them just because the defense, the run game, and much rather have Brady over to it. And I think with the Dolphins, I mean, who knows? They might not even need the run game this year. But I think their lack of a run game is very concerning when you look at their long-term – uh, you know, ceiling. Yeah, I, I got to go Tampa Bay and then Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins can move up above Tampa even with a loss this week. I think if they show a good performance against the Bills because they're, they're, they're going to, they're going in as underdogs at their home stadium this weekend. So um, yeah, for sure. we'll put those little lists up. We'll put them in a graphic. We'll post them on Instagram. Uh, you guys let us know what you think about that. Uh, therefore, we got to dive into week three shortly. Um, Obviously, the main game we're talking about here. I don't even know why they ain't flex this shit to primetime at this point. But Buffalo at Miami, I mean, we covered it enough already at this point. It's going to be fireworks. At least we all hope it is. Because, I mean, half the time these games you expect to be fireworks, it doesn't really turn out to be that. Um, what game did we expect to be good last week besides the Chargers and Chiefs? I mean, Chargers, Chiefs. Kind I mean, of we expected the Dolphins game to be good, no? Yeah, yeah, we, we, that was yeah. one of the things we highlighted. Uh, yeah. Cincinnati, Dallas. I think I expected a little bit more offensive firepower in that game, but sure. yeah. Mm. Oh, we expected well, that and the, the Eagles game to be close. Yeah, we expected that to be way better and way closer. Yeah. All right, so we'll just go into it. Predictions: Buffalo, Miami. Who are you guys taking? Carson, take it away. Buffalo. I just they look so strong. I gotta go with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me Buffalo on a game-winning drive by Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me Buffalo. I think they win by ten. Um, looking more into these games, uh, some ones of the highlights. Um, God, there's not, uh, there's not too many on this list to highlight. Um, hey, Lions Vikings is going to be a banger. Yeah, Lions Vikings. That might actually be a banger. Lions at Vikings. Her cousin's coming out to play. I mean. Do, do we think the Lions uh, – do you guys at all think the Lions will win this game? No. Um, yeah. But they have, they a, have, chance. A, they have chance. a chance. But if you're making a prediction, I, who do you put money on? That's what I'm asking, though. Even odds. Yeah. No plus odds BS. Who are you picking to win the game? At home, 1 o'clock. He's not on primetime. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Well, it's 10 Pacific. I'd probably, Central. I'd probably go with the Vikings just because coming off the loss and they're at home. But, I mean, the Lions, like, I wouldn't put money on them because that's how much, like, the Lions scare me in this game and just, like, yeah. how much, you know, we – I think now we got to respect. The Lions are demanding our respect. That's the yeah. thesis of this video. They are yeah. demanding our respect. I just think the Lions don't have a guy that can hold Jefferson, so that's just going to be the problem. So yeah, they, they don't yeah. have a they don't they don't have we a might spot. go nuts. So it is what they've given up a lot of points so far. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think Jacksonville Los Angeles is gonna be a solid game in that second slate of the second slate of the day. Low key, I think totally Char- agree. 
I think Trevor Lawrence is going to start getting some more respect after this week. Uh, Green Bay, Tampa, though, uh, in the 425 Eastern Standard window. Um, a battle of two of the greatest quarterbacks ever play this game. Carson, who, who do you think is walking away with this? At home, Tampa is. I think Tampa's got the upper hand in this advantage. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks. I think this game's low-key going to suck. Just it, I, I don't know. I feel like all the afternoon games usually, uh, you know, the second slate of games usually aren't as good as we all think they are. And, I mean, you know, Bucks have been playing well in offense. You know, the Packers, they don't have any receivers, and they're going up against an elite Bucks defense. But, yeah, I'd take the Bucks for sure. I'd take the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Very little star power in this game outside of the QBs. It's just mm-hmm. – we're gonna have Cole Beasley, wide receiver one, and fucking Sammy Watkins. Bashard Perry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who are you taking, Jose? Give me the Bucks, yeah. yeah. Um, even though they got no receivers. It's year. it's gonna be a Lenny day, trust me. It's gonna be a 30 yeah. point Lenny performance. Uh, I'm calling it's gonna be it a Lenny. Hey, and I'm Shaq Barrett, get Lenny, bro. It's gonna be a Lenny yeah. performance. You got enough wide receivers to trade. Get yourself Lenny. I'm trying to get Lenny. Who got him? Yeah, you trying to you trying to get Chris Godwin though? <laughs> you trying to get DeAndre Hopkins though? <laughs> All right, and then, I mean, it could be a surprise matchup in the primetime slot on Sunday night. Uh, San Francisco, Denver. At Denver, I I think Denver wins this game. Really? Ooh. Wow. I think Denver like finally like gets it together at home. Is Judy playing? Is who? Gary Judy. Judy. I'm not sure. Ju? He got he got hurt last game though. Yeah, him and Scott. Yeah, he did. Man. Yeah. They uh, could figure it out on offense, but I don't know if they're gonna do it against this. He's day to day. Is it ruled out? Okay. Hey, the Rams Cardinals game. It's gonna feel like you're gonna be drunk watching that. That's gonna be like no, that's backyard be football. Like- Yep. That yep. game's gonna be so fried. Five turnovers between the sides. Yeah. Yep. Might be yeah. each team. Low key, yo. Dallas at New York gonna be a tough one for you, Jose. That's gonna be a war, bro. That's gonna be a war. War. Sure. Yeah. That's a absolute. Even with Penn State out, battle of, that's of a, Parsons versus uh. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, that's a statement win for the Giants. I think if they win that game. Yeah, they haven't beat us in so long. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I take Denver. What about Carson, Jose? What do you guys take? I'm taking the Niners, baby. I'm taking the Niners. I, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Just Jimmy G's coming in. He's getting the full week as the starter, um, you know, coming into Denver. I, uh, I like the Niners. I like the Niners on the road. Mm-hmm. And then Pittsburgh at Cleveland, give us Kenny Pickett. Please give us please, Kenny Pickett. Please. The week three primetime game on Amazon TV. I mean, not prime video. Please give it to us. Um, yeah. I think Cleveland wins that game, though. I expect TJ Watt out. It's going to be hard for me to lose that, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But, hey, shout out lowest ticket cost, starting cost of the week with Jacksonville at Los Angeles because they ain't got no fans in the Chargers Stadium. So. How much is it? Hey, Jaguars, AFC South winners? $17. Uh, okay. <laughs> Low, low starting price. Low key, they could win the South. I'm not even gonna lie. Now that would be nice. Let's see. Doug, Doug Peterson. Yo, maybe Travis Etienne can get some more work, bro. And then he's like JD McKissick him. They see you do something like that. 
who just pisses yeah. off other owner. But, I mean, I need Pittman back, bro. My team is suffering. Bro, the Colts need him back more than you, bro. <laughs> I don't know about hey, that. Hey, Texans, man. Bears, bro, you cannot pay me to watch that game. Yeah, I will not pay you to watch that. <laughs> Texans, Bears at the beatdown. Same with Falcons, Seahawks. I no way. Or Saints, Panthers. That game gross. might be kind of nice. The Falcons, Seahawks. Yeah, maybe Dude, there's a lot of gross games, bro. Kyle Raiders, Pitt. Titans. Cincinnati, New York. I feel like New York's going to win that game. <laughs> this is gonna hey, do the Colts dude. score a touchdown on the Chiefs? Eagles, Washington, though. Give me a give me a high-scoring game on that, please. please. Yeah, now nah, that's a little frisky. Yeah, well, hey, that's, the that's Wentz revenge arc. Y'all got to see that there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> At yeah. home, Washington? Yeah. <laughs> give it to me. Jahan Dotson. Slay can only get one of Scary Terry Dotson and Curtis Samuel. He guards Terry. Don't, don't, and James Bradbury guard Curtis Samuel. Leave Jahan Dotson open. They do have James Bradbury. That's crazy. I don't think I don't know if he's been too great this season. Darius Slay a one man unit anyway. So. Yeah. But now yeah. Oh, the New Orleans Carolina. Uh, it's going to be like. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. Free DJ Moore, baby. DJ Moore. Bro, oh god. Oh. Baltimore, New England. Oh, that's the most that's the one the most that's the most expensive ticket on the uh the 10 o'clock slate. That's tough. One that's gonna be like 14 to 7. <laughs> Lamar's gonna or actually them Lamar, dude. Lamar Lamar's might destroy them. Yeah. yeah, hot take of the week. Give me Mac Jones uh to beat Lamar in rushing yards. Mac Jones going for 70. No. All right. All right. All right. That means it's time. It's too late for me now. That means it's time to end the episode. I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully, get your fantasy teams back on track. We're gonna be dropping our uh, power little top six power rankings since no one's showing up off enough to get us into their top tens yet. So uh, we'll be back with you guys next week uh, with some more content. Otherwise, hit us up on Twitter if you guys are looking for some uh, start sits. Uh, if you're playing in our league, though, we ain't going to give you advice. So uh, that's how it be. Yeah, not you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let's go to the podcast. Signing out. Peace.